What is up everybody? My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers. And this is the In Situ Collective podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. If it is your first time here, please consider hitting subscribe or follow wherever you're listening along. We do release two episodes every single week. So Tuesday show is this one, what you're listening to now, and that is all about health, wellness, giving you everything you need to know to make the right decisions, go in the right path and reach your goals. And Friday is a wrap up of the week where we just basically talk shit and wrap the week up, giving you fun things, tips and teachable moments. I'm glad you got that. That was like the fifth take. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, we do release on Fridays um, a weekly newsletter email, which this week I have created a pretty cool download for you guys. Um, It is a seven day environmental overhaul. So pretty much helping you make your environment optimal for your goals um, over a seven day period. So that will be coming out this coming Friday. And where can they go to get it? So you'll have to subscribe to our mailing list, I guess. You can go to um, institutecollective.com. Yep. Or I'm sure this during this week, if you follow us on socials, we will both be posting um, links in our stories about signing up to the emailing list. Or there is a link below in the description of this episode. All right, here we go. Let's get into the episode. So a few weeks ago, we released an episode about challenges and fitness challenges. Got quite a lot of feedback and some good feedback and a lot of comments and some good discussions around it as well. And this follows on from that, but this is probably one of my most passionate things about the fitness industry and being a coach and all that sort of stuff. And I do believe that before and after photos are destroying the health and fitness industry. Oh, I thought for a second you were going to say that they're like the best thing (laughs) the way your tone is going so if you listen to that and it strikes up a nerve or you agree or disagree please listen to the whole episode we're going to go over like things that do uh, why they are important but a lot of things that why you shouldn't pay attention to them as well Um, this is sort of a hard one because we struggle with this we've had lots of conversations about using before and after photos and we we've actually had quite a few people Uh, business coaches, family members, and all that sort of stuff say, why don't you use before and after photos? And I strongly believe that as coaches, and hopefully there's some coaches out there listening and, you know, take a bit away from this, I don't think we should be using before and after photos to get people into health and fitness. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel, even from a nutrition perspective, like I've only been coaching for what, three years now Mm. but um the before and after photos are not definitely not the most important aspect of the person's journey yeah and i feel like if you put all of the weight on like say say they've seen your before and after photos and they sign up expecting that and all of their weight is on that and they don't get that then they feel as though they have failed yeah as in like that is what they should get the same body composition that the person before them got which definitely is not the case because everybody's body is completely different and so is everybody's journey. Yeah. So I feel like not all before and after photos, but majority of before and after photos are just false sales. Yeah. And 
Like I said, they are super effective and we've had business coaches tell us we need to start using them and I refuse to because it gets people started off into the health and fitness industry the wrong way. Yeah. They Straight away, they're focused on image and aesthetics and what they should look like and it's not about that. You should be getting into the health and fitness industry or starting off wherever you're at. You should be doing it for the health benefits first and as we've always said, th- those looks and all of that sort of stuff just follow. And we've had many clients still join up with us and say, you know, my goal is to look better and look this way and all that sort of stuff. And most of the time, after education and, you know, just a bit of time doing the right things, they realise that that's not as important. Like, I know one of our clients, and she's probably listening now, she signed up with all those goals, but... Um, and we've got before and after photos with her, but we don't release them because of, you know, what we're talking about. But it's the little things that you can't take photos of that give her more, more benefit. And this goes for all our clients, not just her. Like, I, I can cut and paste this for all our clients. So you can see when they first sign up, their energy levels are low. You can see they've got bags. They're sleepy all the time. You know, they haven't got the time and patience for people. But six months in and they've completely changed they look better, their face looks better, they yeah. have more energy. And it's funny when you're talking to them, they've got more time and effort to put into things with their family and friends and all that sort of stuff. So it's you can't take photos of that. No. You can't take photos of a happier, more energetic life and say, here, here this is what happens. Yeah. It's just not as appealing. And I guess you can put that stuff like into words, which is what we focus on more so as mm. testimonials, like things that are, nice things that our clients have said about themselves and our coaching. Mm. But like that doesn't catch people's eye, I guess, when they're scrolling social media and stuff like that. That's, I feel like that is why before and after photos are so popular because they're eye-catching. Like someone sees a photo of the same person, but they look like two different people. Yeah. Um, and that makes you stop and look and be like, oh, wow, my body looks like how their body used to look. Mm. So I must be able to get a body like that if I go with this program or whatever it is. Yeah. But that's definitely not the case. And that's why, and obviously it's a lot easier just to look at that and make assumptions rather than reading testimonials that are like written out. Um, well, we are wired to, you know, get more out of visual stuff. Yeah. So we could put down a study next next to two before and after photos and you're going to, you know, the study could prove exactly what we're trying to say, you know, do all the right things and you'll get a, you know, better body composition. But then you have the two photos before and after. People are going to remember the before and after photos. Before, like, they won't even remember what's written in the study. Yeah. So that's, and again, that's why we do the podcast and all this sort of stuff, just to educate people um, in the right things you should be doing. And yeah, it's a lot harder and it's a lot more effort, but in the long run, people that do pick up and start with it, stick with it and use it for the rest of their life. Yeah. Um, instead of like these short-term goals. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, I do feel like going back to how you mentioned, it, it does influence people to start for the wrong reasons mm. is a very big one because... I feel like if you start a program with, like, the thought in mind that you're going to look like that person in the photo, then I feel like you're a lot more likely to quit sooner because it takes a long, like, that person, 
has probably been training for years mm. and years and they can just like there's no one stopping this the sales team saying that they got these results in 60 days yeah you know yep. um i feel like the rules and regulations around the health and fitness industry are very very loose mm. um and I feel like if you are signing up to a program that goes for 60 days and expecting those results, then it's very disheartening when you don't get the results at the end of the 60 days. And then I feel like a lot of people end up quitting their health and fitness journey. And then another six months later, they'll see another before and after photo and then they'll try again. Yeah. Whereas if you sign up from like, I'm ready to change or like these people have a good... Um, approach to health and fitness and I want to learn about my body and how to be healthier, then there is so much more opportunity for smaller wins and more wins than just visual aesthetics, mm. I guess. Um, so, yeah, where you start, I suppose, or why you start is so, so important and before and after photos just start you off in such a bad place. Yeah, so there's two things on that. A lot of people don't, like you said, you don't actually know where those photos come from. Yeah. And there's a few tricks. I Look, I've been in this industry for long enough. I know all the tricks. I've used them in the past. I've used before and after photos in the past because that's just what we did. Yeah. I didn't know any better. Um, and the first one is you might get 100 people sign up to a program and you get two really good before and after photos out of that 100 people. That's only two people success rate like yeah what, 2%, what happened to the other 98 2 percent yeah <laughs> two two percent success rate and that's not very good that's for a program that's not very good yeah. you should be having a hundred percent success rate with all your clients but then you only see those two percent you only see those two photos and that's enough to get another two a hundred people in yeah and the success success rate isn't very high but because you've got those two people that have had so so many dramatic results it just keeps getting people sucked in, sucked in, sucked in. But again, like you said, the 98 other people that fall off don't get any results from it. Yeah, and then they think, and then their health and fitness, again, they've just got a bad idea of it. They've got a bad um, relationship with it. And it just, yeah, snowballs and they don't really pick up the right things and do the right things. Yeah. <clears throat> I also feel like the people that do get the 100 clients to sign up and get two successful ones obviously are in the health and fitness industry for the wrong reasons. Obviously, they're trying – they're in it to make money. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> whereas we are definitely in it, obviously, to help our clients. Yeah. Um, and, like, help people live a longer and healthier life. Like, I can't – that is literally what we are passionate about. And I guess using how um, the before and after photos just doesn't align with what we do. And there are also so many ways that you can manipulate the photos, like yeah. you said. Like, get, like you'll notice a lot of the after photos, the people are tan, the lighting's better. They've probably yeah. just got a pump on at the gym. They're probably dehydrated. They probably haven't eaten for 12 or 24 hours. Like, yeah, they're lean, but also I'm sure majority of them don't live every day of their life looking that lean yeah because being that like a lot of the photos well the dramatic ones anyway that are super lean it's really hard to sustain and they're probably like they're probably just as unhealthy as they were when they were overweight trying to maintain that lean physique yeah um yeah so i feel like it's it's just not worth chasing <laughs> um so like you said and there's look there's 
a healthy point in everybody's life. Like, and this is the thing, what that healthy point looks like is different for everybody. So you can't take one photo and go, this is health. Yeah. Um, and this is what the health and, and that's, this is why I say before and after photos have destroyed the health and fitness industry, industry because health doesn't have an image. Health is based on your blood, like, you know, how healthy you are inside. Yeah. You know, how good are your hormones? How well do you sleep? Have you got all your macro and micronutrients that your body needs to operate properly? And you can't take photos of that. No. And putting, a, and again, there's unhealth, like you can, carrying too much body weight is unhealthy. And that we know that just through, again, studies and blood markers and all that sort of stuff. But then going too far the other way, and not having enough body fat is yeah. unhealthy as well. Especially for women. Yeah. And it causes all sorts of health issues, men and women. And it's sort of like, again, these are the photos we're using to say this is healthy when it couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. Body composition does not equal health. <laughs> no. Um, again, I've talked about this in plenty of other podcasts where you see young 22, young 20-year-olds um, and they look healthy, they look ripped, and they're doing all these good poses, and they've got thousands of followers, but yet they can't get an erection. Yeah. And they're in their early 20s. They have to actually take medication to get an erection. They're, that's un how unhealthy they are. And we use those photos to say, this is health, do this program, and you'll be there. And it's like, well... It's just crazy that society values aesthetics over health and quality of life even yeah you know um they're just held so so highly but at that's the moment. why they are so effective in marketing yeah and again we could use it and get a whole lot more clients and make a whole lot more money but again it's just not the right way and that's i don't believe i don't want to contribute to what we're talking about yeah we want people to like and enjoy health and fitness and yeah. want to live for longer mm. um yeah definitely I feel, have you fallen for health? Like, obviously, you've been training. Have you fallen for health? Have you fallen for photos before? Because obviously, you have been training for a lot longer than I have and have probably bought a lot more programs than I have. So, I've been training since I was 16. 15. Oh, my goodness. I've been in the gym. I still fall for before and after photos. Oh, as in you see them and you still click them? Or you're I still, still like, who is this trainer? No, I still click it and go, oh. Maybe if I do this program, I can look like that. I still fall but you for you are the trainer. I know. I still – and I don't follow a lot of influencers, I guess you could say, on social media because of that. Like, I, know, I we're doing a whole podcast on why these are bad for you and how they're bullshit. Yeah. But I still fall for them. Yeah. That's how effective they are. Because your brain is hardwired to uh, – Even supplements. Want to change. I have clicked on supplements because of the guy in the photo and said, oh, maybe if I take this supplement, I'll look like that. Have you bought anything? Like, what was, do you remember the first or one of the worst things that you bought because of a before and after photo? Or you feel like once you I get to it, you look at it and you're like, nah, don't be silly. Back when things like TRX, like suspension training first got popular, I bought, a, I bought like a TRX type suspension type thing because of the ad. I don't even know what that is. You know, the thing you can hang from your door. Oh. And it's just got two handles, yeah. just like a set of gymnastic rings. I feel rings. like it's a TV ad now. Yeah. And that's probably the stupidest thing I bought because they had some muscly, sexy guy doing it. <laughs> just super and, tan as well, I'm sure. And, like, huge muscles. And now, like, I know 
for a fact you can't build muscle doing that sort of stuff. That's another thing. I feel like people say people got these <clears throat> results from this program and they probably didn't. People got results mm. from working out with this piece of equipment and there is, like I feel like a lot of celebrities do this, like Chris Hemsworth or whatever only oh. does this style of training and he, this is how he looks, you know. Yeah, he's, um, he's at, he, he pumps up his app as if, that's what he uses to get the results that he's got. And it's not even close. Like, he does bodybuilding types styled workouts and that's not even in, on his app. Yeah. So now it's just getting more and more worse. Like, it's in video form pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like the first... I haven't been in, the, in that fitness industry for very long. I feel like the first gym I went to was Jack's gym. Um, and that was what, three, four years ago, mm -hmm. I think. And before that I used to do Kayla It Signs workouts in the backyard. And that was probably the first before and after photo thing that I fell for because it was, I feel like she was one of the first ones to start selling mm. women's programs specifically like in PDF form yeah. and things like that. Um, so it was very much based on before and after photos. Yeah. It's like this woman was overweight and now she's extremely skinny by doing like burpees and star jumps and yeah. stuff like that. She's just starved herself for 30 days and yeah. done heaps of cardio. Um, so yeah, she was my first and only, I think. I don't really fall for them. Like I see them and I appreciate the change, I suppose, in the person, but I'm also like, yeah, nah. Yeah. Um, and look, we, we both know how much effort goes into getting some change in your body. Like, it, it's not easy. And it does take a lot of work to get change and start looking better and being healthier and, you know, just being more comfortable within your skin. But, yes, you can do that in 30 days, but what happens after that? Yeah. And that's that's another thing that I hate, you know, the before and after photos going and all these challenges and stuff. But people just do the challenges, you know, get some good results and then stop. Yeah. And that's another thing. go back to how they were or if not worse. Because they're focused on the look and the aesthetics they get that and stop and it's like well what about all the other benefits how like are you you're probably sleeping better you probably f have more energy you know you're more tolerable towards people your work's probably better you know everything's probably better but you don't focus on that because you started because of the looks and yeah. you focus on the looks yeah um i before we started this podcast i looked back at I have like one set of before and after photos. I'm not even before and after because I feel like that's another thing is there shouldn't be an after. Mm. It's a progressive thing. Like you don't want to get to a point and never change again. Um, so I guess I looked at my before photos before I started doing more exercise than PE in high school. Um, and I feel like it does... I wasn't exactly overweight. I would say I was just chubby and that's probably harder for me because you don't like there's not that much change mm. so the people that lose a lot of weight have these massive before and after photos but what about the people that just want to change a little bit or feel better or be stronger yeah. um it's really hard for them to have satisfying before and after photos because i was still like i, I guess i'm a smaller structure and i've never really had like a problem with weight but i just was squishy, mm. <laughs> I suppose. Um, so by having like my before photos, I can see a slight difference, but it's not something that I would post side by side because it's not like, whoa, it's a massive change. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people want to get into health and fitness, but also don't feel like they've progressed much. Yeah. 
but that also is a reason why I like keeping these photos for myself because I guess you have small changes that only you would notice and if you put these photos on social media people will probably be like oh you haven't changed that much but for yourself to look back and just see where you can see like muscles coming and mm. where you are tighter and more toned and you look more happy um I feel like that is one benefit to your keeping your own before and after photos. Yeah, 100%. And I do believe, and we get all our clients to actually take photos yeah. of themselves progressively. Because you can't, when you're looking in the mirror, you can't tell yourself. Like, you see, you look, you see yourself every single day and you yeah. don't notice a change. So taking those photos, you can, and we say to clients, go back and have a look at the photos you took at the start. Yeah. And they're very different. Like, again, talking about the, one of our clients that's probably listening today, she took photos a long time ago and she's taking photos progressively and she's like, I can't see much change. I'm like, I can see heaps of change. Yeah. Like, look at your face. Look at how you're standing, your posture. You look like you look more confident. You're, you're just sta- you're standing just in a better position. Like, yeah. It just looks a whole lot better when you're just standing there. But not only that, you got got... We couple that with a diary entry every single week. We are like we've got a couple of questions we ask our clients every single week about energy, mood, you know, mindset, and all that sort of stuff. And you can see that progress over time as well. Yeah. So don't just take the photos, journal as well. So then you can look back at your journal entries, or see just see how you felt. Yeah, and just your mindset as well. Yeah, for sure. Like mindset is huge, and something again you can't take a photo of. Um. I generally don't take photos myself just because I'm never happy with myself. Like, there's always something I can do. Like, I always can look at my body and go, oh, that's not that great. I could work on that. But if you, we don't have, granted, since we've moved here, we don't have a good mirror position to take full body photos. Mm. But if you did take photos and you looked back, then you would be like, oh, wow, that has changed a lot since then. Look, I know I've changed a lot and... You know, we've been doing, trying different things over the last 12 months just to see what works best and what doesn't and all that sort of stuff. Food, exercise. And, yeah, I <laughs> I even com- contemplated at sort of the start of the 12 months taking a photo. And if I took a photo now, the body, my body is completely different. Yeah. And I could have used that for a before and after. Oh. But, <laughs> and it's like, what's the point? Like, I'm a lot further than, like, what I do to get results is completely different to some, what somebody else does to get results. Yeah. And you have been training to some degree for the past how many years? Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's pretty much all I had to say about before and after photos. I would love to know um, if any of you listening do like taking before and after photos. And mm. if, you actually ta- if you do take them, do you look back at them? Yeah, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't post your own before and after photos. You should be proud of what you achieve. Yeah. You should be proud of how you look, what all the hard work you've been putting in and what that's led to. Yeah, post them, go nuts. Um, but that is your results. I don't think somebody should be using your success to sell to somebody else Yeah, is what we're getting at there. Yeah. Um, and don't fall for them. <laughs> yeah. um, sweet. If you have been, obviously you've made it this far, you've obviously got something out of it and you've probably got an opinion on this. So please screenshot this, 
podcast, wherever you're listening, whatever platform you're listening to, put it in your stories and just give us a quick gist of what you think about this subject. Are before and after photos destroying the health, health and fitness industry? Yes or no? Quick little gist, tag us so we can read it in your story. We'll share it on our page to get a bit of discussion. You'll find me on Instagram at uh, Jack underscore in situ. And I'm Mac underscore in situ. And we'll continue the conversation there. Cool. Thank, thanks again for tuning in and we'll talk to you in the Friday wrap up. Bye.